Hey, what's up, everybody? Sean Aiton here, and welcome to the Tips from Crypt Podcast, your place for quick tips about pre-hospital emergency and critical care transport medicine. In this episode, we're continuing our series, 52 Weeks of Epic, with a lesson on flight stressors, specifically hypoxia. Now, there are eight stressors of flight that you need to know for your FPC or CFRN exam. But in this episode, I'm just going to focus on the most important one, which is hypoxia. So if you're ready, I want to invite you to sit back, relax, plug in those headphones, and let's get started. So hypoxia. There are four types of hypoxia that you need to be aware of. The first one is hypoxic hypoxia, also known as altitude hypoxia. Number two is hypemic hypoxia. Number three is stagnant hypoxia. And number four is histotoxic hypoxia. And we're going to break down each one of these a little bit so that you have a better understanding of each one. Now, hypoxic hypoxia or altitude hypoxia. This is an alveolar O2 pressure or concentration deficiency. Okay, This is the one that we think of most often with our patients. They call it altitude hypoxia because this is the one that's going to affect our patients when we put them into an unpressurized cabin and we take them up to altitude. We know that because of the gas laws, which we're going to cover in the next episode, the partial pressure of oxygen decreases as we go up in altitude. And so we have an inadequate supply of oxygen to meet our metabolic demands. This doesn't mean the concentration is different. It just means that the partial pressure of oxygen decreases. The way we correct that, we increase their FiO2. Real easy. The next one is hypemic hypoxia. For whatever reason, we're not able to transport oxygen from the alveoli to the capillary bed where it can be taken up by our tissue. Primarily, this is the result of either blood loss or anemia or some kind of hemoglobin abnormality like sickle cell or sometimes carbon monoxide poisoning is considered a hypemic hypoxia, although more often I see this categorized as a histotoxic uh, hypoxia, which we'll talk about in just a minute. Number three is stagnant hypoxia. And this is a blood flow deficiency, okay? Typically, this is the result of things like heart failure or distributive shock where you have blood pooling. Uh, Compartment syndrome would also be a type of stagnant hypoxia because the blood can't actually continue to flow. Prolonged inactivity. So you've got somebody who's been sitting in a vehicle for a prolonged period of time. That blood is not moving through their lower extremities as quickly as it should. And the tissues will actually start to become slightly hypoxic. The same goes for cold extremities. If you've got somebody who is in a cold environment for a prolonged period of time, those blood vessels will vasoconstrict and that tissue will become mildly hypoxic because of a lack of blood flow to the extremities. So that is a form of stagnant hypoxia. It is a localized stagnant hypoxia as opposed to a global stagnant hypoxia from something like heart failure or distributive shock, but it's still a form of stagnant hypoxia. Lastly is histotoxic hypoxia, and this is an O2 usage problem. Now, I mentioned um, CO poisoning is being classified as a form of histotoxic hypoxia, and of course, that's because we have the carbon monoxide, which is bound to the hemoglobin, so the hemoglobin is not able to take up the oxygen. But another form of histotoxic hypoxia is cyanide poisoning, and in the case of cyanide poisoning, 
this is a usage problem because the hemoglobin is bound to the oxygen. The oxygen is transported to the cells, but with cyanide, the cyanide actually shuts down the mitochondria and prevents them from utilizing the oxygen. Histotoxic to me, I think toxic, I think poison. So correlate histotoxic with poisoning. All right. There are a number of rules and regulations that I outline in the show notes um, that govern when we as medical providers and pilots need to utilize oxygen during transport. There's the Aeronautical Information Manual, Chapter 8. There's the FAA uh, 14 CFR Part 135.89 that gives regulations. And then there's the CAME standards. Um, I have links to all three of these in the show notes, but real quick, they each have a slightly different regulation. Let's start with the Aeronautical Information Manual, Chapter 8. This is more a general uh, FAA regulation as to when pilots must utilize oxygen. And it says pilots must utilize oxygen between 12,500 feet and 14,000 feet for greater than 30 minutes or any time they are above 14,000 feet. CFR Part 135 comes in and makes it slightly more strict. This is the FAA Code of Federal Regulations that governs air medical transport or HEMS programs. And this says, in an unpressurized aircraft, pilots shall utilize oxygen continuously when flying above 10,000 feet through 12,000 feet for greater than 30 minutes or any time above 12,000 feet. Okay, so that's the big one that, that we fall under. Now, those are the regulations. Now, CAMES comes in and says pilots must utilize oxygen when flying above 9,000 feet MSL for greater than 30 minutes. So you can see each one gets a little bit more strict. The federal regulations are the AIM and the FA Part 135 rules. We fall under Part 135, so keep in mind, in order to combat hypoxia, we must be on oxygen if we are above 10,000 feet for greater than 30 minutes or any time we are above 12,000 feet. Okay, like I said, there's references in the show notes. Take a look at those over at flightgrit.com. This is podcast episode 10. I want to invite you to come on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. That way you'll never miss new episodes of the podcast. If you have a question that you'd like featured on the podcast, head on over to askflightcrit.com and you can leave me a message right there from your smartphone or computer. Thanks so much. And remember, education is good, but excellence through collaboration is much better. Stay safe and live well, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Tips from Crit Podcast. Bye for now.